Hi, I'm Martina. I love the smell of coffee in the morning and I've just hoovered a wool tikka masala. Hi, I'm Valeria. I love the smell of freshly baked cookies. And I'm with you with that. I've just eaten a whole tikka masala. Let's start. Hello, hello, and welcome back, everyone, to our second episode of At My Table. It's wild. I didn't even think we would do a first one. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. And we are here. So we're going to talk about today. So today we're talking about something we both know quite well, and that is Ligurian food, which I think is type of Italian food that people don't really know about. Yeah. So first thing... Let's tell our listeners that we are both from Liguria. We are. <laughs> We've known each other a very long time. <laughs> and we were born and raised in the region of Liguria, which is a very, very small region in Italy. One of the smallest. And uh, we are still on the sea, but we are in the north. Um, the big kind of, the important places in Liguria that people might know is Genoa, which is our capital, and then Portofino and the Cinque Terre for the fancy places. <laughs> I think people kind of know Ligurian food because I think pesto, so. gnocchi, and focaccia. Yeah, are all pesto from here in UK is everywhere. Yeah, focaccia as well. And now with TikTok with all the Susie stitches. <laughs> uh, yeah, store bought pesto isn't good. Uh, I agree with Susie. Um, but there are so many more types of food that we grew up with that are just unknown outside yeah. of Italy and sometimes outside of Liguria itself. Just give him three examples. Um, polpettone di fagiolini, which is a fine bean. Uh, or runner bean, um, vegetable pie, um, rice pie, um, yeah. which actually is kind of a running joke in our region. And canestrelli, to be honest, the biscuits I was talking about last time. We, yeah, that's true, that's true. People yeah, don't yeah. really. But so many others, like ripieni, stuffed vegetables, it's not the stuffed peppers that you can find here. Um, they're Ligurian. Pasqualina tart. Yeah, that one too. It was made to mark Easter, but we are eating it all the year long. Yes. Then there's castagnaccio, which is... I don't like that one. I, you know, oh, it grew on me. It I mean, let, me. let's tell before, what is it? It's chestnut flour mixed. I think it's water. A lot of it is water. Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah. And then pine nuts and raisins. And yeah, but you need to be really deep into chestnut. Yes, but my nana used to make it and it actually was quite right. <laughs> and I, I have this mental image there was a greengrocer's next to my home when I was growing up and they always had this huge bag of chestnut flowers it must have been like 20 kilos <laughs> and I remember it was always open and as a child when we would get to the till I would dig my hand in and just grab completely unhygienic and uh, <laughs> thank god it wasn't covid time and i would just grab the flowers and i would the the, the chestnut flower and i would just eat it raw there and then and they knew it that i was doing it they thought it was hilarious <laughs> no. i don't know why but when i think of castagnaccio that's always a like a, a core memory that yeah you have that memory yeah, yeah yeah so i don't know what's more what the, oh uh we have the colli di luni yeah that's a great wine that is Mm-hmm. You can buy it at Italy in London. That's true, that's true. But that will set you... What else do we have? We have latte dolce. Yeah. Which is fried milk, which sounds absolutely insane, but I think it's like a batter. I've never made it myself, but it's a batter with no, flour never and hot milk. Myself either. Yeah, it is, yeah. And then you kind of give it a, a square shape and then you deep fry it. It's absolutely delicious. But I think one thing that I really take away when I think about traditional Ligurian food, it's, it's really poor people's food. 
It's not overcomplicated. Yeah. The ingredients Think are very simple. Think about Ligurian and rabbit. Oh, yeah. Oh, we do eat rabbit in Liguria, which might be a bit controversial for our listeners. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, we don't... Liguria is very mountainous, and then there's the sea. So there isn't really much space to raise cattle. And so we don't really have a lot of beef in our... Yeah, it's um, more game. Yeah, it's game. It's it's going to be rabbit and wild boar, to be honest. That's the main things we do. Or pheasants sometimes. We have some pheasants. Um, so, yeah, very, very different from things people normally consume in this country here. I, I have Kingdom. a question for you that just comes to my mind. So when, of course, we are both living here in UK. Yeah. And when, for example, you're going home for either for Christmas or in the summer or Easter, whatever, what's the food that you're really craving for? Um, to be honest, it is actually Ligurian food because it's the food I grew up with. So I will always get pansati with walnut pesto. Walnut oh. pesto is amazing. Yeah. Um, gnocchi with fresh pesto that my mum makes. Like fresh pesto is just unbeatable. Um, I always, sorry, find it really funny that there is a group of people in the area of Genoa Pra that they think they have the best basil. <laughs> and it's up for debate. And it's, it's a region-wide debate of where the best basil for pesto is. And I think it's absolutely insane. Um, and then there will be a lot of fish, because let's face it, we are on an island, yeah. but here in the UK, the, the wide um, amount of fish that you have is quite disappointing, to be honest. Um, <laughs> this, this is cod, battered yeah. cod. Hot dog, if you a want to be yeah. brave. <laughs> if you want to feel a bit fancy, you might get a sole. But, the double uh, one. Yes, but yeah, there's, there isn't much, and I miss things like sea urchin, yeah. which I will not be able to find. Guess what would be my... First food I, cra- I'm craving for. Oh my god, it's ravioli. No. no? Easier, easier. Uh, I tell you. Go on. Focaccia. Really? Yeah, 100%. That's interesting because my mom always gets me a little bit of focaccia when I'm back. But I don't... Just have, if you need a small bite. Yeah, just a little pick-me-up <laughs> after the strenuous travels. Um, yeah, so she always gets me a little slice of focaccia just to greet me. But I wouldn't think of it like I could go the entire holiday back without having a slice of focaccia. <laughs> Easy. It's nice. It's nice, but I don't think of that. I, I would really beg my mother, I hope she's listening and understanding English for that matter, um, <laughs> that she makes some vitello tornato. Ah, yeah, yeah. That is so good. It's so, such a weird concept. It's beef, like kind of roast beef, um, covered with a tuna sauce. Which might sound absolutely insane, and it probably is, but there's just something about it just works. Yeah. And I just, I just love it. So <laughs> yeah, that's so. What else do you do you eat when you're back home? Like, what do you want apart from focaccia? Mm, that's not necessarily only Ligurian, but every time I'm back, I really want to eat uh, authentic pizza. Okay. Yeah. What about you? I mean, yes. Uh, I, I get frustrated with the quality of pizza around here. Sometimes, where, where you live, um, yeah. you have some really nice pizza around where you are. Really like, nice. made by Italians. Napolitan. Neapolitan-style pizza, which is my favourite. Um, but I am not so lucky where I live. Um, <laughs> what so, can I say? <laughs> so, when I go back, it is nice to have one. But again, I need to be in the mood for one. It's not something that I necessarily have to have I see. Back. Especially summer, maybe. It's more yeah, summer Yeah, it's more of a summer thing. But also I think uh, when we go back in winter, it's mainly for Christmas time. So then we will have set types of food that you eat at Christmas. So we won't really necessarily think of that's pizza true, that That's true, that's true. And what about puddings? I think 
ligurian puddings. I mean, we talked about cakes and stuff, um, latte dolce and castagnaccio. But I, I don't know if it's ligurian per se, but I remember when she was still alive and I'd go back, sometimes my nana would get fresh meringue, which are not the one that you bake. It's still kind of whipped. Oh my God, meringue. bless her. Yeah, <laughs> from a big patisserie in my hometown, in our hometown. And you basically dish them up in a cup like you would ice cream in a way. It's kind of very soft, semi-freddo ice cream, but it's meringue. And she would cover it in melted dark chocolate sauce and it would kind of harden because it would get cold with the meringue and you just kind of eat this kind of almost whipped cream. It's just absolutely insane. Like I wouldn't, I, I see on bake of people making meringue and that type of meringue doesn't seem to exist every time. So I need to do some investig- investigative work when yeah. I'm back, sample it a few times. And we need to, what kind it's of for work. Is. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? What about puddings in when you go home? Oh, I'm very basic. I need absolutely need to eat tiramisu because it's bloody delicious. Yes, tiramisu is absolutely good. It's also funny that when we have it back at home, it's definitely made with raw egg, which is something that shocks the majority of English people. When we yeah, and we should it. probably say, what's the meaning of tiramisu? It's a pick-me-up. And I think with the amount of coffee and how you react yeah, to coffee from 2pm onwards, <laughs> that definitely picks you up. You know, I know a couple of variations, I'd say, that it's not made with coffee, but it's tiramisu, uh, like strawberry tiramisu. Have mm. you heard about it? I've seen them a few times. Basically, you do exactly the same, but instead of coffee, you make a sort of uh, sauce by cooking the strawberries or could be raspberries with sugar on mm-hmm. on the pan. And yeah, okay. you're done. You've done the sauce. It's That'd like, a, nice. it's not a, neither a barmelade or a compost, but... Compote. Compote, yeah. Um, that could be quite nice, actually. Do you know, I, the, the kind of alternative to Ramisu I've seen um, is on TikTok, actually. I think I ended up on Lemon Talk. And, <laughs> yeah, and like people were just like, it was lemon everywhere. And don't get me wrong, I love lemon. Uh, as you know, I, I always make you the lemon and ricotta pancakes from a blog. Um, but um, marketing. <laughs> but uh, actually, I've seen some limoncello tiramisu. Really, I never yeah. heard of it. And it it seems to me like because I think just like putting things in neat limoncello would be a bit <laughs> strong, brave. So I think <laughs> in some recipes that I've seen it, they put a little bit of limoncello, and the rest is lemon juice and sugar. So it becomes kind of, it's kind of a long limoncello, so it's not that boozy in the end. I see boozy, but not like as, as much as it would be if it was just neat limoncello. And then you just kind of dip the biscuits. And I think they also, in the mascarpone cream, they also put a bit of lemon zest and a bit of lemon juice just to give it that kind of lemon undertone. And I think it could actually quite work. Yeah, I think, I never heard of it, but actually I want to try now. You know what I see? Like, I think on TikTok as well, it's like a sort of, very far, uh, Biscop Tiramisu, but that's Ooh. where I draw the line. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I'm all for, like, a Biscoff Blondie, a Biscoff It's the same, cookie, the same, yeah. Biscoff Brownie, whatever you want. You made me a fantastic Biscoff Cheesecake for my birthday last year. Um, yeah, I'll have it. I just cannot bring myself. Like, I think, like, if I made the strawberry tiramisu or the limoncello tiramisu, I don't know that I would tell my parents about it because they would think, <laughs> oh my God, what's happened to our daughter since going to the UK? Yeah. So I think that would already be strange yeah, from but tradition. Th- that's a completely different story. We don't have time but to talk about But if I said Biscoff, yeah. <laughs> they'd be what? like, what? <laughs> <laughs>
so Valeria, which is of the episode by of today? Right, so there's actually quite a few because on my website I actually have done a few of Ligurian recipes. So you can definitely find canestelli, which I mentioned last time. But in terms of vegetable pies, which are a big thing in Italy, um, I do have a spinach and ricotta tart um, and a fine bean and potato polpettone, which is again a kind of a vegetable pie. And I also have the famous Ligurian rice pie. And uh, so the, all three of them are savory, they're delicious, made with very simple ingredients that you probably have in your cupboard or in your fridge already. And they, they are definitely crowd pleasers, especially the rice pie. A lot of people have described it to me as an Italian version of a tortilla de patata. And at first I didn't believe them, I was like, no, it's not. But then actually when I brought them to a gathering here in the UK and it was all in little squares and people were just eating little bits, I was like, yeah, that actually kind of makes sense. And I think they mm-hmm. all... My work. Yeah, they're all going to be quite good. That's great. So plenty of opportunities. See them in the episode description. And thanks so much for listening. And from us at Emma Table. See you next time.